Bishop Matthew Adiaminta is an apostle of great faith. God has used him to raise nine people from the dead and perform several miracles, including incredible healings of cancer, HIV AIDS, kidney failures, and many more. He's a healing evangelist, church planter, great teacher, and a mighty prophet who speaks to the nations. He is also an author of many books. In Faith to Faith Hour, he reveals divine secrets and truth. Stay tuned and be blessed. Talking about the prophetic ministry or the power of the prophetic ministry. Anytime there is something, we need to bring you to the Bible and show you clear understanding so that you'll be able to have perfect understanding about what is acceptable in the house of God or by God and what is not acceptable. Amen. Because we live in a time that Ghanaians have been caught with prophetic frenzy. And this is the time we need to bring clear understanding. And last week I started by saying, when you talk about the prophetic ministry, yes, God wants his people to know about prophets, their activities, and what they do. Amen. I told you we have three personalities standing in the office of a prophet. One, we have a dreamer. Two, we have a seer. And three, we have a prophet. And I told you that the seers, they are also prophets. So sometimes, you know, they are prophets, but they are seers. They are able to see things. Prophet will speak. He will not see anything. He can say something and it will come to pass. But a seer can go on and say, if you leave the church, the taxi you will take will be black. That taxi, there are three men sitting at the back seat. One wearing red, one green, one blue. This is a seer. They will greet you, but don't respond. This is a seer talking. Do you understand? Because with the seers, they go beyond that. And typical example is... Elijah. Elijah was a prophet. Elijah was not a seer. Elijah, he would say that thing and he would, all that he would say that before God whom I stand, you need to be careful. Amen. He would not see that thing though, but he would say before God whom I stand, I said there should be no rain. Finish. And there was no rain. Do you understand? And there was no rain. And Elijah was a powerful prophet. In fact, during the time of Jesus, it was Moses and Elijah who appeared with Jesus at the mountain of transfiguration. And he was a prophet who didn't die. God took him alive. He sat in a chariot of fire, taking him away. And people saw it. It has never happened before. So Elijah, very powerful prophet, but he, he will not see that thing. He will say it, but if you joke with it, you do so at your own peril. Amen. But here is Elisha. Elisha is a different thing altogether. Amen. And do you know, that is the reason why Elisha asked for double portion. Because he wanted the prophetic 
power and also the seer power. Let's go to 1 Kings chapter 19 verse 16. You know, God is now giving instruction to Elijah. Elijah is being pursued by a woman, the wife of Ahab, Jezebel. You know, and, and with this powerful prophet, a woman could chase him. And he was running. And then he started complaining to God. God, you see, I'm the only one standing. Uh, you know, everybody have forsaken you. They are always, God said, no, 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 no. Elijah, you are not seeing that thing properly. That's not true. I have some people who have not bowed to bow. And it's amazing. Such a powerful prophet. He got to a point, he was complaining that he's tired. Just a woman threatened him. But Elijah could have said something. But he started running. For his life running 40 days, he was running. Oh, 40 days, hallelujah! So, you should know that prophets are human beings. Are you with me? Let's go to First Kings chapter 19. We're reading from verse 11. And he said, Go forth, stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind rent the mountains and break it in pieces. The rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, still small voice. You see, Elijah was complaining. And God said, okay, go and stand on the mountain. I'm coming to meet you there. Elijah, we're going to talk. Elijah could hear the voice of God. But he was not a type of a prophet who could see. Are you with me? So he would hear the voice of God. He knew the voice of God. And God said, go ahead and stand on the mountain. And while he was there, the mountain, there was earthquake. But God was not in it. Then there was what? Fire. God was not in it. You know, sometimes you can see certain signs. But be careful. God may not be there. Are you with me? God may not be there. You could see some wonderful things, but God may not be there. Jesus said, if possible, they can command fire from heaven. God is not there. Many of us, we get fascinated only about signs and miracles. Hallelujah. But there was a still small Elijah. God was right at there. So you should always look for the still voice of God. It's an inner voice. It will speak. You know, sometimes you meet somebody who said, I'm a prophet, I'm a this and that. That inner voice, that is what, as a child of God, you need to develop so that you'll be able to know the difference between false prophets. Amen. And it was so when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. And behold, there came a voice to him and said, What dost thou hear, Elijah? Now when God came, he said, Elijah, what are you doing here? That's not where you are supposed to be. What are you doing here? Elijah, I anointed you with power. And I'm, a woman threatening you, you've been running out 40 days and night. Then stop. And you are hiding in a cave here. And he said, I've been very jealous for the Lord God of hosts. 
Because the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, thrown down thy altars, slain thy prophets with a sword. And I, even I only, am left, and they seek my life to take it away. And the Lord said unto him, Go, return on thy way to the wilderness of Damascus. You see, where he came, God said, Now go back. The place that he ran for 40 days, God now, he said, I go back, go back. I'm talking about a powerful prophet, a man who can pray for fire to come down, a man who could prophesy and there was no rain. But here, because he allowed the spirit of fear, and this is where you need to be careful. As a believer, don't allow fear to take over you. No matter what the situation, as a child of God, you need to deal with the spirit of fear. Put your hands on your head and say, in the name of Jesus, I will not live my life in fear. Be gone. Fear. Hallelujah. And when thou comest, anoint Hazar to be the king of Assyria. Now God is giving him instructions. And Jehu, the son of Nimshi, shall thou anoint to be king over Israel. And Elisha, the son of Shaphat, of Abel-Meholah, shall thou anoint to be prophet in thy... So God has taken over. Somebody has taken over. God said, if you are complaining, you see, you need to be very careful as a child of God. I've always taught you that one thing that God hates is people who complain. Murmuring, grudge, everything. God hates complainers. He works with people who will believe. May you not become a complainer. Don't become somebody who murmured in the house of God. Now listen, Elisha was a businessman. He was into commercial farming. He had options for plowing the field. Today we can call them tractors. So he wasn't a poor guy. And when Elijah was passing by, he just put the mantle on him. Then Elijah said, please let me go and bid farewell to my mother. He said, what have I done? But that was indication. He started and the Bible said he killed all the oxen and gave a big party to everybody. Maybe the whole town came. So I've been calling to the ministry. So let's celebrate. And there was party. Hallelujah. And he followed Elijah as a servant. I believe people were mocking at him. Ah, what is this stupid thing? You following this man? This man who is not properly clothed. And Elijah followed. Hallelujah. Now, the Bible says a time came for Elijah to be taken out. And do you know? There were a lot of prophets around. They did not know. But Elisha saw it. There were a lot of prophets around. They were all fascinated by the ministry of Elijah. But they did not know. They were just followed. Don't just be a follower. But be people with insight to the things of God. Don't just be in gospel life or join a church. But you should know how God works. You should know your Bible so that wherever you may be, you cannot be deceived. Amen. Now, at 2 Kings chapter 2, I'm reading from verse 1. And it came to pass when the Lord would take up Elijah into heaven 
by wild wind that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. Now from Gilgal and all these places, there were prophets who were being trained. As a matter of fact, prophets might be trained. The problem in Ghana, it is true, somebody can receive the gift, but you need to be trained. In the time of Elijah, they had prophets who had the Bible school. They were in the Bible school to be trained. Because God can give you the word, but the delivery, the problem is sometimes, the person is saying what is true, but the delivery, presentation. If I'm just walking about and you see me say, hey, you, you are going to die. Will I take you? I'll fight you. It's because of what? The delivery. And even in the time of Elijah and Elisha, prophets were going to school. They were not just roaming about. They were trained. And in fact, Samuel built a Bible school for them to be trained. And sometimes they will teach you, go and anoint this man. If you go, as soon as you anoint him, run away, don't stand. So that you will not be asked any question. Amen. When Nathan had not been trained as a prophet, and now God has spoken to Nathan, go and rebook David, for David has sinned against the Lord. And Nathan will enter into the palace of David with the bodyguards all around. And then Nathan will just say, you king, you sin against the Lord. You are a wicked man. What will have happened to Nathan? They will have killed him. But because he was trained, he disguised himself. He dressed. Even though he was very close to David, he dressed disguised himself as a poor person because it was allowed for the poor to appear before the king for justice. So he came maybe like some disabled man, a king. Yeah, uh, your servant, uh, there's some problem here. A man has hundred sheep and a poor man has only one. And this rich man, he took the man's sheep, killed the sheep and used it to feed his Visitors. Then David said, what? In my kingdom here? And such a thing is happening? That person should die. Then he removed the cover and said, it is you. That says the Lord, I took you from the sheepfold and anointed you and gave the throne of Saul to you. And now look at you. Kill that man, poor man. You took the wife and then you killed him. David said, I have sinned against the Lord. It's because Nathan was trained. Nathan, somebody can make mistakes, but the way you approach the person, hallelujah. So prophets need to be trained. There are a whole lot of examples in the Bible. Elijah told Elijah, stay here. He said, as long as the Lord lives, I will not stay. I will follow you. From Gilgal, they came to another place called Bethel. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you following? In verse 3. Now let me start from verse 2. And Elijah said unto Elijah, Tarry here, I pray thee, for the Lord has sent me to Bethel. And Elijah said unto him, Ask the Lord liveth, and ask thy soul liveth. I will not leave thee. So they went down to Bethel. And the sons of the prophet that were at better came forth to Elisha. 
You see, they knew that Elijah would be taken away. They had seen the revelation, you know, but they had not received because Elisha was a seer. He knew. So they can say, do you know that your master will be taken away today? He said, no, but don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Elijah said, stay here. He said, no, I'll follow you. So from there, he followed again and then they came to Jericho in verse 4. And it was the same thing. He said, I will not leave thee. So they came to Jericho. Verse 5, and the sons of the prophet that were at Jericho came to Elisha and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Lord would take away thy master from thy head today? And he answered, Yeah, I know it. Hold ye your peace. Keep quiet. You see, there are things you don't talk too much. When it comes to prophetic, no too much talk. You know, it is not good. Amen. You only need to communion with the Holy Spirit so that you will know what to do. Hallelujah. Verse 9. And it came to pass when they were gone over that Elijah said unto Elisha, Ask what I shall do for thee before I've been taken away from thee. And Elisha said, I pray thee, let double portion of thy spirit be upon me. Hallelujah. Double portion of your spirit. Why? Because he didn't want to just be a prophet, but he wanted also to be a seer. Amen. And as Marafah, when you look at his ministry, he did some extraordinary things more than Elijah. Amen. Verse 11. And it came to pass as they still went on and talked that behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire and parted them both asunder. And Elijah went up by wild wind into heaven. And Elijah saw it and he cried, My father, my father, the chariots of Israel and the horsemen thereof. And he saw him no more and he took hold of his own clothes and rent them in two pieces. He took up also the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and went back and stood by the bank of Jordan. And he, he took the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and smote the water and said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he also had smothered the waters, they parted Hedon and Theda, and Elisha went over. And when the sons of the prophet, which were to view at Jericho, saw him, they said, the spirit of Elijah that rests on Elisha. Now, what is the difference between the ministry of Elijah and Elisha? One, Elisha also was a prophet. But Elisha, Elijah did eight miracles. Elijah did 16 miracles. So now here we see why Elijah was a prophet. Elisha was a prophet and a seer. He was not just a prophet, but a seer. Elijah, there's no record he was seeing things. There's no account. But let's see some few accounts about Elisha. Elisha picked the language of Elijah. 
Let's look at 2 Kings 3, 14. And Elisha said, As the Lord of hosts liveth before whom I stand. This is the way Elijah operated. This is how Elijah was operating. He would say, the Lord of hosts, of whom before him I stand. When he says that, the thing is certain. Are you with me? So we see that he picked certain things from his spiritual father and he was also doing it. Elijah, though, did miracle, but Elisha's miracle was quite outstanding. For instance, an iron that had fallen into a water. He could pray and just use a stick and the iron will be floating. Say, wow. Now, Naaman traveled all the way from Syria. Naaman was a, a commander-in-chief of the Syrian army. But he had leprosy. He was a leper. And through a little girl, a Jew girl who became a house helper in the household of Naaman, he said, oh, if Massa were to be Israel, he could be healed. There's a man of God there. So Naaman came with entry to the king of Israel. That they said, You have a man of God here, so I want to be healed. And the king of Israel thought, Maybe Syria want to pick a, a battle or that you want, they, they want to fight us. When Elisha heard it, he said, You send him. So they sent him to the house of Elisha. You know, you look at Elisha's. He was not like Elijah. Elijah would do it himself. But Elisha, one thing, he always asks you, go and do it. He will give you instruction. Go and do this. Elisha did not come from his bedroom. He did not come from the house. Even to greet the general. He sent his servant. He said, go and tell him to dip in Jordan seven times. And Naaman was angry. Maybe he has not heard about me. With all your bluffing, you still have what? Leprosy. What? I told you he would come and, 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 and greet me and, and put his hands on me and call the name of his God. Don't we have better rivers in, in Syria than Israel? But thank God for his servant. You know, sometimes people that you work with, they can, they can teach you wisdom. Don't, don't disregard anybody. Amen. He said, oh, master, but if he has asked you to undertake some big tax, you could have done it. He said, go and dip in Jordan 7. Oh, this is not, it's not an insult. And Naaman went, dipped into Jordan seven times and the leprosy vanished. Then he came back to thank Elisha, brought money, clothing, and Elisha said, no, I, I don't need it. You go. Then Elisha's servant called Gehazi. So, ah, master, look, you allow this man to go away. So when they left, then Gehazi followed. Then he said, my master has sent me. When you people left, uh, some messengers came. And my master have asked me to come uh, for some provisions. He was giving money. He was giving, not knowing because Elisha, was a seer. He was seeing all the conversation. He was hearing. Amen. So when Gehazi came, he hid the thing somewhere. Oh, Master. <laughs> he looked at you and said, Gehazi, what did you go and take from the man? Now let's look at this. Because I'm teaching you, I want you to 
Verse 25. But he went in and stood before his master. And Elisha said unto him, Whence cometh thou, Gehazi? And he said, Thy servant went no whither. Oh, I was just around here, master. And he said unto him, Went not my heart with thee, when the man turned again from his chariot to meet thee. Is it a time to receive money and to receive garments, olives, and vineyards, and sheep, and oxen, and manservant, and maid servant? The leprosy, therefore, of Naaman shall cleave unto thee and unto thy seed forever. And he went out from his presence a leper as white as snow. When Naaman got down from the chariot and started giving the things, he saw everything. He saw everything because he was a seer. One day I was praying and in the night, God showed me that a man had brought a brand new car and it was covered, I mean, would Nigerians would say tear rubber. And when we're about to remove it, I heard a voice, don't touch it. Let him take it back. So I was just thinking about a whole dream. The following morning, around 7 o'clock, a man drove in brand new car. He brought it to my house. He was smiling. Come and say, Pastor, the way God has been using you, this is for you. It was for she with a brand new from the factory. I thank you. I said, thank you, but I'm sorry. I cannot take this car. Oh, have you heard anything? I said, no, I've not heard anything. But I cannot take this car. He got so disappointed himself and the wife. They talked, they talked. And the wife said, hmm, for Pastor Diamond, he's, he's, he's different, no. For Pastor Diamond, he's different. Now, one week time, there was something in the news that some pastors have taken some cars and it was linked with something I don't want to talk about. And one of the pastors contacted me. Yeah, the man brought me, but God spoke to me. That is the benefit of a seer. I saw the car in a dream before it arrived. The king of Syria will plot against Israel, but because Elisha was a seer. He will pick all the plot and the information where they are coming. Then he will link it to the king of Israel. So they had a conference. What? The king said, somebody among you is leaking my secret. They say, hey, there is a man. He's called Elijah. King. <laughs> the truth is even in your bedroom. The lovey lovey you make with your wife. He, he knows it. He'll pick it. Hallelujah. But when you are a seer, it doesn't mean everything. No. Because when the woman, listen, one of the women that Elisha prayed for and uh, he had a child. When the child died and the woman came to attack Elisha, Elisha said, oh, and I, the Lord has not revealed it to me. Are you with me? So it's not everything that you know. If, if you know everything, then you become God. And God will not allow that. Amen. So, the king of Syria sent troops to go and kidnap that man. A man who can pick information from your bedroom. And then you are sending troops that they should go and what? Kidnap him. So, they came to 
Elisha's compound surrounded everything. And when the servant woke up, he saw the soldiers. Say, hey, Master, we are finished. Elijah's, Elisha said, don't worry. Let me pray for you. He prayed. His eyes were open. He saw larger troops. You see, the people of the flesh, they just see you alone. I, for instance, if you think you're fighting me and it's me alone, you lie. I have hosts. Hosts of angels. That if you joke, they will deal with you. That's why you will never hear me openly cursing somebody. I won't do that. But the truth will deal with you. So Elisha prayed for blindness to come upon them. So when they came, so whom are you looking for? Uh, we are looking for Elijah's house. So, so oh, come, let me go and show you. He led them. May God blind all your enemies. Those who seek your life. I say, may God cover them with spiritual blindness. That no matter what they will do, they will walk in darkness. May they walk in darkness. May their way be slippery. May the angels of the Lord chase them. The Bible says we don't war after the flesh. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty, mighty. True God. Hallelujah. One time I went to a meeting of a government official who was in charge of Greater Accra region. This is the PNDC days. There was an issue that was involved with some of our members. So I followed up. I went to the meeting because the man put CDRs, uh, the cutters there, you know, put padlocks in front of the property. I went there and broke it up. And when I went to the meeting, the man got to, somebody who is to him, this is the pastor who did that. So the man came to me and said, hey, you, get up. We don't need you in the meeting. In this minute, it was involved the family of Apostle Kumi and his brothers and sisters. The man said, hey, pastor, get up. Leave the meeting. We don't need you here. I said, oh, I should get up and leave the meeting. I got up. When I got in, I said, you, tomorrow, one o'clock, you'll be fired. And in Rollins time, when they are firing you, they don't write you a letter. Just on the radio news. One o'clock, it was there. The man had been fired. Later on, he came back. We became friends. He came back. We, we sorted our differences. And, amen. And so, Elisha was a, a prophet and a seer. In 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 31, you know, there was a famine in the land and people were complaining. Two women had an issue, brought it before the king of Israel because one of, they agreed, they made an arrangement to eat their children in tents. And that case came. And the king said, so we have a man of God in this land and all this problem. Elisha's hair should fall. So the king sent assassins to come and capture him and kill him. Elisha was in the house with some, he said, hey, you see, the king has sent some people to come and kill him. When the people come, seize them, lock them in the door. This was a seer. He saw the thing. So when the people came, those around just gathered them. There are things it takes physical means to deal with them and lock them. Amen. Now let's read it and then. Verse 32, but Elisha sat in his house and the elders sat with him. And the king sent a man from before him. But ere the messengers came to him, 
he said to the elders, See ye how this son of a murderer has sent to take away my head. Look, then the messengers come and shut the door and hold him fast at the door. It's not the sound of his master feet behind him. Verse 33. And while he yet talked with them, behold, the messenger came down with him. And he said, behold, this evil is of the Lord. What should I wait for the Lord any longer? Put your hands together. And based upon this, Elisha said, tomorrow by this time. Now the prophet speaking now, not a seer. In chapter 7, verse 1. Then he said, then Elisha said, hear ye the word of the Lord. Thou sayest the Lord, tomorrow by this time shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel and two measures of belly for shekel in the gate of Sam. This is a prophet. So you see the difference. Elisha as a seer and Elisha as one. May you receive the prophetic gift. You welcome to worship with us, Gospel Light International Church, next to Orion Cinema in Chroma Circle, or visit any of our branches near you. Please call us for deliverance, prayer, and counseling. Call 0261-984-098. If the Lord has touched you to financially partner us for this broadcast or scholarship for needy students as well as for rural missions, send your donations to Equibank account, Gospel Light International Church, account number 0300-944-023-99401, Ring Road Central Branch. We hope to see you. God bless you.